You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's goody fam? Welcome to the Human Behavior Mastery Podcast, where we talk about leveraging psychology and human behavior to help you create a better business, a better life, and a better you. Um, in this episode, I want to talk to you. I want to do a little bit of teaching. You know what I mean? I want to teach. So a lot of the people watching the podcast, listening to the podcast, you're familiar with the DISC assessment. You're familiar with one of the three indexes or indices that we use to create this comprehensive profile that shows us a person's behavior. Now, there are two other indices, and I won't get into all of them, but I do want to focus on one of the under one of the other indices that I use, which is called the values index. And these values are really important. Um, because it gives us a different lens into understanding people's behavior, right? Understanding what's underneath the hood. So I like to explain it to people this way. DISC answers how questions. How does this person prefer to behave? How is this person going to act? How is this person going to do this particular thing? But just because you know how doesn't mean you understand why. And that's where values comes in. Values speaks to why you are driven to do what you do. Why are you motivated to do what you do? So if DISC is going to tell me how I'm going to do something or how I prefer to do something or how I'm going to show up, values is going to tell me why. Why I'm energized by this, why I'm fueled to do this in the first place. And again, these are things that work. These are things that are valuable in and of themselves. But when you put them together, it's kind of like having Thanos with all the infinity stones, right? Each one of the indices, each time you add an indice to the others, each time you add an index to the others, I mean, you you add another lens, another level of insight. Um and it gives you a really comprehensive view that allows you to understand people in a really um, intimate way. So there are seven values that I want to go over and just explain to you what they mean in context. Um, and if you have an assessment, you can look at your assessment and kind of we'll go through. I'll tell you what, you know, it means uh, for your assessment per se. So the very first value that we want to focus on the very first motivator is the aesthetic value. The aesthetic value speaks to 
um, speaks to peace and harmony and balance, right? This is a, this means you're motivated by tranquility, by feng shui maybe, right? Um, when I think about the aesthetic, I think about people who are zen. I think about uh, um, what they call them, like plant moms. You know what I'm saying? Like shout out to the plant moms out there. But it reminds me of like a plant mom, like green space, somebody that likes to be in nature or sit by water or things like that. So the aesthetic value, if you're if your aesthetic value is high, right? Then this means uh, and by high, I want to say this is going to be 60, 65 and above. If you have a high aesthetic value, then that means that you really care about things being harmonious. Things being in place, things being peaceful, the vibe being cool. You're motivated by having a sense of peace and tranquility. It it moves you. You seek, you run to, you drive towards peace and tranquility. If you're a person that has low, your aesthetic value is low, that means that you're not so used to, you're not really interested in the beauty, right? Uh, the form, like the, the aesthetic of the thing. You, you care more about utility. You care more about function. Does this thing actually work? You don't mind things being uncomfortable. You don't mind ruffling some feathers if it's going to get us to what works. It's utility, right? Some people care about the beauty and the form, and some people care about the function. If it's high, you care about the vibe and the energy, the peace, the tranquility. If it's low, you care about it working, being functional. You care. You don't really care about it being too calm and peaceful, right? So it's good to understand these things. And let me tell you something. If you are in a relationship, uh, with a partner, you want to understand these motivators, these drivers, right? You want to understand what makes people tick, what makes them excited, what gets them going, and what they run away from or what they get drained from. If you are, um, you know, if you're a leader in corporate, if you're an entrepreneur, if you hire people, if you have a team, if you are a part of a team, you want to know how to push people's buttons to get them going. You want to be able to excite somebody. You want to be able to inspire them. And understanding these motivators is going to allow you to get people going and have them go for longer periods of time, right? Making them more productive, making them feel more seen and understood and valued. Yo, what's goody fam? Listen, I know, I know, I'm gonna let you get back to the episode, but I wanted to take a minute to let you know about the Human Behavior Mastery course. Yes, we have a course that we put together for coaches, consultants, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I know you're listening to the pod and it's all of this numbers and the, the adaptive and the natural, the D, the I, the attributes. We put together a comprehensive course to walk you through exactly how to understand each one of the personality types, each one of the values, and we're going to show you exactly how to get the most out of each type, what things you need to avoid, what environments to put you in, and what pieces to put around you to be successful. So if you're looking at taking your business, your life, or your relationship to the next level, make sure you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Back to the episode.
All right, so we spoke about one of them, which is the aesthetic. Now we're going to talk about the economic, right? So the economic value speaks to um, how you are how you are driven as an individual in three particular ways, right? So the very first the very first way is you are you are motivated to win because you are just competitive. You're a competitive person, right? So being the economic value speaks to it. And it isn't just money, right? So follow me. Individually, you want to accomplish something. You're driven to do something because one, you're simply just competitive. You, you want to win. Two, you care about return on investment or efficiency. Is this a good use of my time, my energy, my talent, etc.? Three, is this um, is this an incentive for me? Am I incentivized to take this action? Do I have a carrot? Am I going to get a bonus? Right? So for my CEOs and my leaders out there, if you look at somebody's assessment on your team and you look at their values and you see that economic is really high, they're going to love when you give them that quarterly bonus. So they're going to love when you give them that end of year bonus. They're going, they are moved by that. They want to hit their numbers. They want to meet the KPIs, all of that. That's going to work for them. The person who has a high aesthetic may not be excited about um, that bonus, but they really, really love the fact that you gave them an extra two weeks off with a vacation paid. They love that you gave them, you know, a spa package or, you know, um, you know, a staycation away. Like they care about the vibe and the aesthetic. So you got to understand what motivates people. <clears throat> now, if you have a low economic, then that means that you're not really motivated by external things, by competition or by um, incentive. It means that you do things out of duty and obligation just because you feel responsible to do it. Right. You, you feel obligated by a sense of. Um, either agreement or this is just part of your role or this is what you feel purposed to do, right? It's out of duty and obligation, which is different from being incentivized and motivated to, to, to do it because you want to compete as an individual, right? So we went through aesthetic, we went through, uh, we went through um, economic. Now we're looking at individualistic, individualistic is going to speak to us about essentially a person being driven by putting their own creative twist on something, right? You're motivated. You're driven by leaving your fingerprint on something, right? Making it your own. Um, think about Frank Sinatra. I did it my way, right? Or, you know, for those of us, and hip hop, Jay Z's, I did it my way, right? This person who has a really high individualistic, they have to put their twist on it. They have to creatively make it their own in some way. They have to do it their way, right? They want to do it their way. A person with a low individualistic, they don't care about doing it their way. They just want to make sure that it gets done. 
this is a person who's more of a team player, more of a, you know, do what's best for the collective, more of a individual contributor. Hey, I just want to, I just want this thing to work. I don't have to have it my way. I just want it to go a way that actually works. Next, you have the political value. So the political value, kind of like the economic, you want to win. You want to lead. You want to drive. But you want to do it collectively. You want the team to win. Right? So think about economic being a Kobe Bryant, a Michael Jordan, an individual, selfish, you know, just self-interested drive. And political being more of a LeBron James, you know, team, collective, all around kind of thing. <clears throat> oh, yeah, LeBron, Jordan, who's the GOAT, Kobe, all that. I'm not, let's not do that today. Just follow me, right? The I want the, t I want the team to win speaks to the political, but political says that I just want to be the leader of the team. I want to be in charge of the initiative. I want to be the one forging the way. I want to be the face and the decision maker here, but I want the collective to win. That's what the political value speaks to when it's high. You want to, I think of it like, um, you know, when you was in school, in grade school, the teacher would assign a line leader, right? Everybody is on the same line, but there was always that one kid that would really like fight you to be the, the line leader, even if... Yo, your bro, your name don't start with an A, bro. Or you're not the shortest kid. But they just wanted to be the line leader. Political value, right? They're driven to lead. Be in the front. <clears throat> if your political value is low, then that means that you just, you want to be a team player. You want just want to be a part of contributing to something greater than yourself. You don't have a need or the desire to be in the front and be on center stage. Right. It, it, it means that you don't you just want to be a part of what's going on <clears throat> now. Then that brings us to um, altruism. The altruistic value means that you are driven and motivated by a desire to grow and develop people, to support people. And follow me because I want to I want to use different language to help you understand what I mean. Right. So people who have high, <clears throat> high altruism, they really, really care about helping people learn, grow, develop, mature. You know, like they like to invest in, in, in helping people. Now, people with low altruistic value, it doesn't mean that they don't like to help people learn and grow. They just are not willing to do it at their expense. They know when to say when. They know when to cut their losses. They know when to move on and realize that, hey, this person's not getting it. Or I'm not doing it again at my expense. Now, here's the thing. I like to look at this as like boundaries almost, right? So what I've seen and like looking at all of the assessments, people who have really high um, altruism usually struggle with having healthy boundaries with people. Right. They they are um, they almost have martyr syndrome, self-sacrifice, and they will sit and wait and spend infinite amount of time trying to make sure this person gets it. Person with low altruism, they're going to try to help you, tell you, 
Nah, man, like they're gonna try to encourage you. After a while, they're gonna cut their losses and go about their business. Like, yeah, this person, I'm gonna call you a lost cause, but just like you're not ready to receive this. I'm over here. It isn't good or bad. It like it doesn't mean that they don't care. It just they're they're a bit better with their boundaries and what they're willing to do and what they're willing not to do. It's kind of healthy in my opinion. Then you have the um you have the uh regulatory value which means you are driven, right? Regulatory speaks to being uh, to establishing rules, order, structure. Are you motivated? You driven to? You fed by doing that, or are you drained by it? A person with really high regulatory value. This is a person who um, is driven, is motivated by creating and establishing order and structure, upholding and enforcing structure. They think that there's a fixed way to do things. It's this way or it's that way. It's black or it's white. It's this or it's that. It's either or. A person with low regulatory is more fluid and flexible in their ways of being, their ways of going about something. They don't think that there's necessarily a fixed way. It's not black and white. It can be gray for them. They're more creative and, you know, more broad and more, um, more creative in their ways of, of going about doing things. Lastly, you have the theoretical value. The theoretical value speaks to a person who is, um, who uh, likes and seeks knowledge and understanding and wants to learn. A person with a high theoretical, they like to learn for learning's sake. They get on YouTube, they do a search, and they fall down a rabbit hole of going through a whole bunch of videos. They spend two hours researching something, right? They're the type of person who you say something to them and they will obsess and look into and just read a bunch of books and go crazy at it. High theoretical, you love to learn for the sake of learning. Low theoretical, these are people who only want to learn what they can execute on. They want to learn for the sake of doing. I don't need to know all them details. I just want to get the actionable piece I can go go execute. I don't need to read the whole book. I'm going to skim the table of content. The I just want to look at the outline of the book. I'm going to pick the chapter that seems the most interesting. I'm going to read the pages that seem cool and I'm done with the book. I'm let me go do something. The person with the high theoretical, they're going to sit and read the preface, the foreword, the intro. They're going to read the book cover to cover. They're going to take notes. They're going to go listen to the audiobook version and maybe watch the the movie based on the the book. They want to know all the things. And then they're going to read the book written by the person that inspired the person who wrote the book. That's the difference. There's no good, bad, no right or wrong, but we need to understand what drives and what motivates us. These values, this value index, again, answers why questions. 
Why do we do what we do? Why are we motivated to do what we do? Why are we fed by doing what we do? What drives us? What are our drivers? What are our motivators? And again, if you don't understand how to get inside the mind and understand what makes a person tick, it's going to be really difficult to inspire them, to motivate them to take a desired action, <clears throat> right? I, I, I think of it like when we, when we look at self-awareness, I look at it sort of twofold. There's internal self-awareness and then there's external self-awareness. Internal self-awareness is like, our thoughts, our feelings, our, you know, our inner consciousness, you know, those sorts of things. The things that we know to be true, that we understand about ourselves, but it's not noticeable to other people. It isn't known. Like, we need to go and share those things for people to understand them. It isn't apparent. The external self-awareness is the thing that we project, the things that people see, people observe, our, our habits, our patterns, our idiosyncrasies, things that people are viewing from us, but we may not be conscious or aware of. And the idea, part of this work is making those two things come together and be consistent, right? You want your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your values, your, your core values to match your behaviors, your habits, your routines. You want those things to be congruent. <clears throat> you want what you think and what you feel about yourself. You want your intent to be as close to mirroring what you act out and what you do as possible. And again, this values index is going to show you what drives and what motivates people. So when you need to get people going, when you need to support them, when you need to encourage them, when you need to move them to action, you know what buttons to press. You know what to give them that fuels them and gets them energized and gets them enthusiastic about going to do a particular thing. Whether you're in a relationship with somebody, whether you're parenting, whether you're at a job working with somebody, whether you, you know, in your community board position, whatever it is, this is vital information when dealing with other humans. It's, I, I, would, I would offer that you take the time to understand yourself, go through this process, study, ask yourself, well, where, why am I like this? Where did that come from? Why am I driven by this? Why am I fed by this? And why do I run away from these other things? And going through that process of self-discovery and self-reflection, you'll get insight and you'll get context and you'll learn how to unearth the information that you need to make choices that support your goals and your dreams, that support who you want to be and the things that you want to have. It will also help you in understanding other people and connecting with other people. And that's what this is about. The goal in all of this is to get knowledge of self and then to use that knowledge to forge and build better relationships, to be more productive, to perform better, to live our highest possibility.
We want to make sure that we use our differences to make a difference and to have greater impact. So I'm going to stop. I want y'all to check this out. Like, share, subscribe. Share this with somebody that you think may find value in this. If you're interested in what I'm saying, uh, we're going to put a link somewhere so you can take the assessment. Um, if this is, if you want to go a bit deeper, I will offer that you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Um, we go into much greater detail with all of this uh, disc and values and all this other stuff. But um, I'm going to catch y'all at the next episode. I'm out of here. Peace. Blessings to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.